My joy is gone. Grief is upon me. My heart is sick. Listen, the cry of the daughter of my people from far and wide in the land. Is the Lord not in Zion? Is her king not in her? Why have they provoked me to anger with their images and with their foreign idols? The harvest is past. The summer is ended. And we are not saved. For the brokenness of the daughter of my people, I am broken. I mourn, and horror has seized me. Is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why then has the health of the daughter of my people not been restored? Oh, that my head were a spring of water, and my eyes a fountain of tears, so that I might weep day and night for the slain of the daughter of my people. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Good morning. It's so good to hear the choir singing and also violin, so thank you so much for wearing this. And um, personally, I'd like to give thanks to Joe, who's, doing, uh, who's serving as a tag team today. So thank you, Joe, for your service. Would you join me in prayer? Good and gracious God, we invite you in this place. Jesus, we welcome you into this place. A spirit of wisdom and understanding with your spirit enlighten us. Keep our hearts and minds open to your words so that we may find your will in your words. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. One day, a little girl is sitting and watching her mother do the dishes at the kitchen sink. She suddenly noticed that her mother has several strands of white hair sticking out in um, contrast to her brunette hair. She looks at her mother and inquisitively asks, Hmm, Mom, why are some of your hairs white? Her mother replied, well, every time that you do something wrong and they make me cry or unhappy, one of my hairs turns white. The little girl thought about this revelation for a while and asked, mom, how come all of grandma's hairs are white? <laughs> I believe Jeremiah probably had a lot of white hairs when he served as a prophet to the southern kingdom of Judah because he was known as the weeping prophet. Throughout the book of Jeremiah and the book of Lamentation, we hear Jeremiah's bitter weeping and the lamentation 
for his people's waywardness and the corruption of his nation. He cried out to his people again and again and asked his, asked his people that please come back to the Lord. But he saw anything better. He warned the people of Judah that the kingdom of Judah would be taken over to another country because of their sins. The more he shouted to the people, the more people's heart got hardened. Watching his nations be destroyed by the power of Babylonians, Jeremiah could not help but must have felt powerless and hopeless. We can hear his pain through today's scripture lesson, one of the today's lectionary readings. Let's listen again to the words of the prophet Jeremiah. My joy is gone, grief is upon me. My heart is sick. Listen, the cry of the daughter of my people from far and wide in the land. Is the Lord not in Zion? Is her king not in her? The harvest is past, the summer is ended, and we are not saved. For the brokenness of the daughter of my people, I am broken. I mourn, and horror has seized me. Is there no bomb in Gilead? Is there no fish there? Why then has the health of the daughter of my people not been restored? In the first sentence, we hear the romance of Jeremiah as a prophet and his burdensome ministry. In the next sentence, Jeremiah points the romance that comes from his people, God's beloved, vulnerable people. And at the verse 20 and 21, we hear his mourning and romant towards his people and about their suffering and agony caused by the Babylonians. Jeremiah refers the people of Judah as my people. And many biblical scholars interpret that by using my people, Jeremiah while expressing his own pain, is also reflecting the pain of God. As Jeremiah despairs for the people, so too God despairs. As Jeremiah fills up with tears, so too God weeps. And then we hear this famous phrase, is there no bomb in Gilead? Is there no fish in there? Why then has the health of the daughter of my people not been restored? 
<coughs> These last three questions are understood as rhetorical questions. It means that Jeremiah did not look for an answer of his questions, but rather he wanted to make a point. In order to understand what he was trying to say, we need to understand first what Gilead is. Gilead was an area east of the Jordan River, when known for its spices and ointment. In Genesis chapter 37 and verse 25, we are told that the caravan of Ishmaelites that were traveling from Gilead to Egypt were carrying, among other items, spices, balm, and myrrh. Therefore, balm of Gilead was a high-quality ointment with healing properties. As you see this map, Gilead located not that far from Jerusalem. That means high quality ointment was easily available for the people of Judah if they wanted to get it. But unfortunately, because their agony and their sins, even though there is a bomb of Gilead available right there for them, the people of Judah didn't see it available for them. So in a sense, we can interpret, interpret Jeremiah's intention by questioning, is there no bomb in Gilead? Is there no fish in there? This way. Yes, there is bomb in Gilead available nearby for them to be healed. Yes, there are fishes who can cure them. But unfortunately, my people, they don't see it. It is right there for them. That's why Jeremiah wept. How sad it is. But here's my point for today's message. Nevertheless, Nevertheless, Jeremiah never stopped delivering a hopeful message to his people. Although he did not see any hope in his people and his nation, although the restoration that God promised him took much longer than he thought, he never stopped delivering the hopeful message to his people. When I meditated on today's scripture, I thought about what our call is as Christians in this hurting and broken world. What message can we hear from this passage if we are in the midst of despair. Hope, right? 
Hope is a message that we can hear from this passage. And I think do not lose hope is our call from God even when we feel frustrated. Even when we experience so many turmoil in our life, like the people of Judah did. Even when we do not feel God's presence in our lives. Why? Because the scripture says, there is balm in Gilead. The healing is right there. Healing is available for us. And many uh, commentators have chosen to interpret this text while the biblical context situates this context in Israel's exile. The scholar says that this text from a Christological perspective, as Jesus promised that he would not leave us as orphans, but he would come to us even when the world does not see him anymore. John chapter 14, verse 18 through 20. Brothers and sisters, I think this is a message that we need to hear. And we need to deliver to those who experience turmoil in their life and who are in the midst of despair. That is our call. Later, after sermon, we will sing together, There is Bomb in Gilead, which is an African-American spiritual that begins with Jeremiah's text. The amazing thing about this hymn is that the African-American sleeves changed Jeremiah's rhetorical question, is there bomb in Gilead? Is there no fish in there? To affirmation. Yes, there is bomb in Gilead to make the wounded whole. Yes, there is bomb in Gilead to heal the sin-sick soul. By seeing this hymn, even though their lives were hard and a lot of burdens they have as a slave, they found comfort and hope in Jesus Christ, who was the balm of healing, who would bring healing to this broken world with his great love. And that song, still gives us a hopeful message to many who need that message. Last week, we commemorated the event of 9-11, a tragedy that we never want to repeat again. We all remember 9-11 as a time when all people around the world witnessed that there was so much evil in this world. And that the world we live in was corrupted and broken. Fast forward to 2022, our world doesn't look that different. 
Two years ago, the coronavirus pandemic hit all around the world. Since then, we have witnessed so many people have died and many people caught in fear. And we are still in the impact, even though we feel the pandemic is almost over. The Russia and Ukraine war is still ongoing. And shootings happen in this country almost every day. Our world doesn't look that different from the world in which Jeremiah lived. But let us not forget that no matter how terrible our world was and is, and there were and are always good people who are willing to share the balm of healing with others and try to bring a hopeful message to this broken world by their time and their sacrifices. Although the world we live in is still broken, it can be worth living because there is hope. That is from our God through our Jesus Christ who died on a cross and conquered the death by his resurrection. And that he promised us, I bring you the healing. So abide with me, then you will have the healing and you will experience the resurrection that I had. So friends, let us be hopeful and keep looking off to the Lord who is the balm of healing. Let us be the one who seek and share this balm of healing with others. Those who need the most and believe that truly there is a balm in Gilead. And when we just cannot see God's presence among us, our own troubles, let's sing this spiritual hymn again and again as a reminder for the hope and healing that is still available for us. So now I want you to rise and sing together. There is a bomb in Gilead. <laughs> 